1999, Phil Vischer proposed that his beloved VeggieTales should get their own movie. They based their film on a biblical story. That was Jonah, a VeggieTales movie. And this is Godfellas! everybody and welcome to a very special episode of god fellas the small group that meets online i'm mr zach i'm miss hannah and today we are talking about another big idea production jonah a veggie tales movie but ladies and gentlemen a uh, couple things to address first. This was another episode uh, requested to us by Mr. John Bostic. Uh, John, thank you for the uh, the recommendation. But uh, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by some returning guests. You may know her from the Secondhand Film Critics podcast, the Thank the Academies podcast, our Christmas Shoes, and our A Week Away podcast episodes i can't think ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show miss kayla fanoff oh, oh, oh. and she is not alone she is joined by the hilarious the gifted the amazing the incredible the mastermind of comedy mr peter cohen <laughs> <laughs> The Call of the Rogans. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> he has a podcast. It's pretty good. So, you both, did you, you both grew up on VeggieTales, correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yes. So, when they announced that there was going to be a VeggieTales film, what was your reaction? You know... I lost my mind, honestly. Yeah. I was very young when this came out, so I don't know that I had a fully certified reaction to that bit of news. Sure. Sure. Peter, my reaction go. was certified. I believe <laughs> I went through all the state processes first. Right. To make sure it was certified. So was it just the fact that it was going to be a movie or was it like, oh, they're doing Jonah? Well, who cares about Jonah other than like the whale? I mean, that's the that's Me. the big feature as a kid. OK, well, uh, present company accepted. No, I was excited because it was just more veggie tales. And uh, I mean, I remember they had a special event at a local theater where uh, like a smaller movie theater in the area where they showed, I think it was Esther and uh, King George and the Ducky as a double feature and then had a special preview for Jonah the same day. And we were just like just absolutely losing our minds that I think Jonah is the first time that I remember being in like a packed theater. I, I, I think I was in second or third grade, but that was the first time that I was like, wow, there are a lot of people here. And yeah, I remember like my whole family went to see it, which my entire family did not go see movies together. It's like my mom and my sister would go see something. <laughs> me and my dad would go see something. But this one, like the whole family was going. So I was like, this is pretty special. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I feel like I saw it in theaters. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really can't remember. I was also pretty young. So, Kayla, did you see it in theaters? I don't know. I don't think so. Did we see mm. Jonah in theaters? 
My brother says that we did. <laughs> Good. Fact checker. The Zach checker is here. So Halloween, we specific. saw it in theaters. Good blessings. Wow. What's wrong to with avoid you? all the Halloween um, <laughs> sinning. When I asked you to rewatch this, what what were your? I feel like a therapist a little bit sometimes. What were your Tell emotions? Me how, yeah. yeah. How that made you feel? Yeah. How did you feel when Zach said, do you want to be on the Jonah episode, Kayla? No, I was very excited. Uh, I liked VeggieTales a lot, and I have been expressing to you how much I liked VeggieTales as a kid over, you know, multiple times that we've talked recently. So, obviously, I was excited to be on a VeggieTales episode. I think I even suggested multiple VeggieTales episodes, although I don't think... Jonah was one of the ones I suggested. I am so glad to be here. Nice. And and Peter, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I I was super excited because uh, you know, this this movie, I mean, it's one of the first DVDs I remember us owning. Mm. I remember having the CD. I remember so many things about this movie that just are very very cemented in, in core memories of my childhood that really just started like you know that part of your your childhood when you're like, okay, my own sense of humor is starting to develop, sure. and sort and you know, Veggie Tales was very much instrumental in that, and then the Jonah movie took that and expanded it in so many ways, and especially the um the DVD in particular was just mind blowing at the time with the amount of stuff that they were including on it, and it was just so so funny and so so good, and I I just remember feeling this sense of like wow, something I like is is you know going from the big screen and like i was totally just into the hype and it, on board for everything going on with it mm. did you nice. did you play the video game peter oh no we did not we had a uh mac computer so we couldn't play the computer game unfortunately um but we did play it at a friend's house but the oh, parent timer the egg timer prevented us from playing more than like 20 minutes and i was so upset <laughs> And you had Larry Boy to play. That's right. The Larry Boy uh, website video flash game. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for me, um, the story of Jonah in the Bible is like my favorite, probably, book of the Bible. I Tim Mackey has a really cool, uh, if you follow the Bible Project at all, he breaks down how like the story is satirical in a lot of elements and that none of the characters behave the way that you would ex- expect them to. And that it basically holds up a mirror and says, are you okay with the fact that God loves and forgives your enemies? So ever since I've heard that, I've just been like all in on the story of Jonah, this like kind of not a great person who does a lot of not so great things and is very like whiny and emo. Uh, and I was like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm into that. And speaking of into that, let's get into this episode. So, so right away at the top, we are introduced to uh, Bob, the tomato and, and Junior's dad, and they are driving a bunch of children to a, a Twippo concert. <laughs> and through only what we can presume to be New York State, rural New York State, um, <laughs> undisclosed Northeast United States, where there's just trees, not a single like city in sight, even nope. where this concert could be held. Yeah, where is Twippo performing? <laughs> Twippo is performing anywhere your heart is really. I mean, <laughs> At that restaurant where they end up, that was his plan all along. <laughs> so. Spoilers. 
But we yeah. got this plan. Yeah, that was actually the venue. <laughs> we, so we get into um, first things first. I know that Larry has to play the pirate who doesn't do anything. But initially, like I said to Hannah while we were watching, I was like, it's weird that it's not Bob and Larry taking the, the kids. Like, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's also weird. Like, how did Bob get there? Obviously, like. <laughs> It's Junior's dad and Junior's friends. How did Bob end up driving them? He's the, it's the single. He's the it's the single guy who right. He's the youth <laughs> pastor. He's the he's the single guy who you know he just sort the of guy who's driven the, the ride. He's a utility for all the the parents of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the yeah. van. We know he has no know. plans. <laughs> wait, 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 he's yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess Laura Carrot is like bragging because she gets to go backstage and no one else does which i don't know i feel like if i were laura carrot there would have been a conversation from my parents about like zach don't be a jerk about this don't be a laura absolutely (laughs) yeah literally so the fact that she's like sitting there like i get to meet twippo i get to meet twippo (laughs) (laughs) they run into a porcupine Sure, and and, and their a baby, vehicle, a baby porcupine. That a baby is baby porcupine. And then the the mom gets a uh, gets revenge. Defensive. Tires flat. They end up in a seafood restaurant, which which is run by the French peas. Which I think the French peas are my favorite thing. <laughs> I go there. Absolutely iconic. Um, one of the DVD uh, bonus features they have is a audio commentary that's done with Larry and Mister Lunt. And yeah. um, they talk about how, uh, oh, the, the, uh, the French peas are actually Swedish. Not a lot of people know that, but they do the accent and they're they're just they're really great. And um, it's just they just go on and on about the peas and how they're really just so fantastic to work with. That's one of the I things love that that's one of the things I love. I love more so in the on the like episodes and in this movie. I do love that you really can feel like Vischer and Naraki are trying to make each other laugh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which I like. I love that stuff again. Like I, like I said, like with Lord and Miller, why I like their stuff so much is like it's hilarious to them, and if no one else gets it, like it's not the end of the world for them. And again, it's a shame that they were fired from Solo, but we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> Next so, week on Godfellows, the redeeming properties of Solo, a Star Wars story. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> so if we then we get into the pirates who don't do anything introduce themselves I and they go actually uh junior you need to learn about compassion and i have a story <laughs> that's all about compassion and then we get how uh, is it zach hates this because i'll i'll take a a movie too literally um sure considering that they are vegetables but how is it that the pirates are are centuries old and able to tell this story <laughs> or did these occur, like occur sooner than we think they did or maybe they well, age more. so well because they don't do anything yeah well they have no stress there's something to be said for that <laughs> yeah kayla yeah maybe we need some of those what the cheese curls and maybe root beer is <laughs> mm. immortal mr <laughs> mr twisty's cheesy cheese curls absolutely that is the key to immortality you heard it here first everybody um here's a question for for everybody does it bother anybody else that and it doesn't bother me that much but that they didn't create a new character to play jonah 
and that it's it's because I guess Archibald Asparagus is good casting, but I also felt like this would be like a cool moment to maybe, you know, here's a new veggie like cast member or utility player. I don't know. It's not well, that big a deal. I just thought it would be cool. Asparagus, right? Because Junior is an asparagus. If we're paralleling the story, oh. in real life. I didn't even think about oh. that. Yeah, you know, interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I guess Archibald is a good on ramp, being that we know him. <laughs> not, uh, not, not, not Art Bugatti. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm t- Listen, that cameo, that <laughs> Stan Lee style cameo from Art Bugatti on the bowling ball bag. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. Uh, oh, then we get our we get our first uh, song, a message from the Lord, which one, one of the Every things about VeggieTales is a great. Pop. Amen. Oh, I I 100% agree with I'll that. I'll stand behind that. I'm trying Except to think if I disagree. That Jonah sings when he's sings not dreaming. In the tent. Yep. Oh, the song yep. where they were like, oh, I think we need one more song. Hey, man, do you want to just like go for it? <laughs> the song right. where Zach That's and I got up to get more food. Charlie of Willy Wonka <laughs> to Jonah's sitting in the tent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I got up and, and we uh, made food. Oh, oh, um. We also we meet the Ninevites who like to slap slap people with fish. What did, what do we think about the characterization of the the Ninevites in this in this film? I like that they're all peas and carrots. I will say that. Yeah. What is that exactly so, supposed to like represent? The fact that they like what does that symbolically represent? Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say I feel like they're kind of playing on like peas and carrots. For some reason, I hear a lot of kids like, "Ew, I don't like. I hate peas. I hate carrots." So I think, but it's, I love asparagus. <laughs> but I, so I think it's universally <laughs> something that's maybe disliked, and they're like, "Oh, I agree with you." They're the bad guys, <laughs> right? Uh, I wanted to mention that in the in the aforementioned uh, Mr. Lunt and Larry commentary, they joke about how. Larry's like, oh, it's a, you know, so we saw this old Monty Python sketch where it's, it's just, you know, a couple seconds long and it's two men slapping each other with fishes and it's just, it's Larry. It's Larry talking about Monty Python, which is amazing because they can do that in, you know, in the sort of the bonus features. But also I, a couple of years ago was watching through some of Monty Python's flying circus and there is actually a short sketch of two guys slapping each other with fish. And I was like, the fact that these guys just like threw that in there as a bit to sort of like, you know, unify these people is wild to me. Mm. Because the biggest characterization of sin is Monty Python. (laughs) Well, unacceptable. (laughs) They made that movie Life of Brian. Then, 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 then. We, we already talked about the boring song. <laughs> the, the, no, it like kind cannot of calls God be. Demanding. It can't it's, be it's true. Like, it's, it's a lot like the, um, the, the Toy Story song. The, out among the stars I sit, way <laughs> beyond the moon. Right. Now I know suddenly who I am. <laughs> Uh, it, it, Only one of those know. songs make me cry, and it's not the one from Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Jonah Jonah begins his journey, and he meets the. What did we think about the pirates who don't do anything being like the the sailors? I thought it was very very clever. I it's agree. a great on ramp, as you said. I yeah. think I think it's a perfect way to to bring people in. Yeah, Paw Grape is. I love him. Agreed. I love him. Yeah. Where is Mister Lunt from, by the way? He's the from Toledo. Garden. <laughs> he's, 
<laughs> what do they say at the end of um? I, he grew up in New Jersey, not Connecticut. I grew up. In, I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> well, I guess while we're um, while we're talking about the uh, where people are from, I guess now is as good a time as any to bring up uh, Khalil. Yeah, the elephant in the room, well, Khalil. Yeah. Not great. Not great. <laughs> Not funny. In, in their defense, also, also. It, it, at the very right, at the very least, I think by and large, they don't punch down in the dialogue which is is not it's not great but especially considering the time they could have made jokes about that more jokes that way but i also feel like true them doing the accent gave a lot of us white evangelical kids feeling like we had the you know the license to do the accent yeah, which then the, made the yeah. jokes right. unintentionally yes that's very true mm. yeah 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 and i think you know also you as well at least you know the age of myself when i first saw i I don't think anything of it but you know now it's right yeah we don't know the people in that time we don't know how people responded to that you know i mean i remember i remember like the adults who were saying it, it was like at like christian weekends and things it was big like i can do the caterpillar from jonah and like or what about like, what about people that maybe it could have been mocking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think people well, I don't know anything point. about just, like how. Honestly, this is like immediately post nine eleven when that you know yeah. the Islamophobia yeah. was starting to just like explode in this country. So I I can imagine a lot of places it was not was not super helpful. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I was thinking that too that this is still early two thousands like mm-hmm. well. But right after have, we've also i'm sure i know for a fact we've all heard the theory that khalil is the stand-in for the lord and that he kind of says all the dialogue that the lord says to jonah in the book oh right you, we've all heard this before you right are a talented meat packer <laughs> it sounds that sounds like a vaguely familiar theory but <clears throat> yeah i, I think he's I kind like. of the the um what's his name not geppetto the the Pinocchio guy, the blue fairy, Jiminy no, Cricket. No, the the cricket, Jiminy oh, Cricket. Jiminy cricket. Like he conscious. is. Yeah. What is wrong with his conscious? Cricket. Right, like he's kind of got that. Yeah. Oh, why can I? His, half of his name is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, he basically is the Christ-like figure in it. Yeah, in a way, more or less. <laughs> he sacrifices yeah. himself on a cross. <laughs> Well, I, I will say he is also not only the stand-in for the Lord, but the stand-in for the marketing department, because Ooh. I'm not going to lie, little Zach, so when he's like, I have the Jonah plush toy, I have this, and I was like, they better, they better have all of this. 23-year-old Hannah said, I want that plushie. <laughs> I, was, I was in the theater, and I said, I would like to purchase some of that merchandise, mother, <laughs> right after this. Um, and she said, the, every single family member f- of yours is here in this theater. We have to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll go to Walmart, see if it's there after. Probably not. But what did we think of the way that they handled uh, the the storm in and of itself? <laughs> I, 
the logical leap of of this is really bad. Maybe somebody's got to die. <laughs> Let's play Go Fish as if this is going to be a clear a game of strategy. I mean, very little strategy, but some strategy nonetheless. Instead mm. of drawing lots. <laughs> I forgot I was going to do my Mr. Neza on this episode. <laughs> okay. I did want to mention why yes. did, when Mr. Neza slammed down to close his uh, little tent thing, it was a metal grate. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a very preoccupied with security. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, he just, so here was... Here Speaking was, of merchandise, I had those go fish cards. Oh, no of way. Of course you did. I did. That is awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. That's fun. That's so. really fun. Well, I was thinking about, about this, and I realized this is also when I kind of like paused the movie to see where we were at. And it's like, we're at the 30-minute mark. And I realized, I was like, I'm used to these being 30-minute episodes. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and it wasn't that it was huh. bad. It's not that anything wasn't good. But like, just as an adult rewatching, I was like, I'm like ready for you to be like wrapping up, like, I, and thinking like, oh, we, I still have like another hour, or I have another like you know thirty minutes and some yeah. change to spend with you guys. Like, all right, let's let's go into it. And again, I don't think it's bad. I think it's just. I'm so used to like, here's how long I spend with them, and then I move on. I don't like change, Veggie Tales. You listening, Mike? You listening, Phil? <laughs> You're right for a big well, storm then, now. Well, then I, I feel like they paused the movie to make that that joke about like my cousin gave me a motor. I don't I don't remember that bit until it was like halfway know. happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching it. I was like, "Am I am I missing something?" Like. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, it was very funny. It was very, you know, everybody's oh, running yeah. around. They're doing the Scooby-Doo thing. <laughs> that, okay. Okay. Yeah, right. That's, I'm, I'm just a cynical old man now. Tell me if you think I'm off my rocker here. I feel like at this point, it would have been a perfect time for Larry to come out and sing a silly song. Yeah. Did anyone else think it was weird that there wasn't a silly song or were you kind of like, I get it? Yeah. I mean, there was always that because that those were always my favorite things in Veggie Tales, I guess. So it definitely could be something that it's like, oh, this would be the perfect spot for it. Where is it? So if you like those things, then it definitely can seem off that it's not there. Right. I don't think it would have ruined the movie if they put it in because yeah, you know it. I think people who are going would know, and I think if anyone went in kind of without any knowledge of Veggie Tales. And I think it would have been a unique... Would have enjoyed it, though. I think it would have been a cool challenge for them, too, about, like... And, I mean, I also want to say making a full-length movie... Is a challenge. Is, is yeah. a challenge in and of itself if you've, only, if you've only been doing, like, these kind of shorter form whatever. It's like, I get that it's very challenging, but I think it would have been cool and maybe a nice palate cleanser if, like, kind of we needed to, like, take a minute. Possibly. And to hold out your suspense more. Ooh! Yeah, like, Ooh, a, that's just true. basically an intermission. Right. Just give it a little act break silly song or maybe even the, you know, maybe it's like somebody who they don't use at all in in the movie and they're just like Larry's in the movie like we can't we can't use him right now. He's busy filming like what are what are we going to do? Um, something so to that effect. And it's the like the guy from the, have to do a- um, right. 
Right, the guy who hasn't been around since show one and still doesn't have a name from the high silk hat. <laughs> I, silly I song. would go bro- the penguins. I'd go broke seeing them. Did you just no? Not not three two one penguins. We, no, yeah, not them. I love the penguins, oh, okay. but I think you need oh the 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 toy the the toy that saved Christmas penguins. Yes, that's Aww. fine. <laughs> okay, that's acceptable. I'll allow it. No, Zigil. <laughs> you know like, Zigil has uh, no place here. Like a Twippo yeah. song. <laughs> Like, why oh, didn't they do or, so, like, a Twippo song? Because that was his name, right? Twippo? Well, I also feel yeah. like the big reveal at the end is, Twippo is Jonah! Right. Like a whole John Valjean oh. situation. <laughs> John had to, like, change his identity. <laughs> Jonah sorry, got in what? trouble. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, like, Twippo? So, so they throw Jonah overboard with, like, the rubber ducky. Then there's, like, a bunch of time where he's just sitting there. And it feels like... This felt a little bit like the movie was like, oh, hey, if we're going to be full length, we kind of have to we have to stretch this out a bit. And there was a weird there moment. quite a few moments like that. Were they yeah. doing a Larry Boy bit where he's like, perhaps I could be of some assistance. I was like, I don't know if that's what you're going yeah, for, but I, what I is happening? that to this time. I'm assuming that's what it was, but that was also just so weird to to do that. Yeah, it'd be like the equivalent of like if I was like hanging out with my friends and someone's like, oh, I need to borrow a, a dollar. And I'm like, perhaps I can be of assistance. We all know you. Like, okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> well, I also feel like Larry was the least. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But in my reflections, I don't think Larry did as much as the other two did. Well, he doesn't. Pirates. Uh, well, I mean, that's also I mean, his that's character. Like, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like yeah. less dialogue, less. Yeah. Yeah. Inclusion in story, like, which makes me sad because I love Larry. I want to see Larry. Me too. I want to see Larry thrive. Yeah, it's hard though <laughs> when you're up against, you know, Paul Grape and Mr. Launt. Like, those are Understandable. scene partners. We well. get, he gets swallowed by the whale, and I thought, okay, good. Khalil is out of the movie now. And <laughs> no, nope, he's, he's going to be. Perhaps I'm going to be of assistance, character. says the movie. <laughs> 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 I I'm so conflicted over the uh the the praise the Lord he's a God of Second Chances song. Mm. I'm not saying it's not a good song though. It slaps. It's, yeah, that's the thing, and it features the best singers in the movie as well. I believe. First right. Time. Sorry, Twippo. Um. Yeah, it is interesting because you have like the rest of the movie where it's like people like. <laughs> where you have people who are like singing and like clearly doing their best, but they're not really singers. But it's then, like, like you, music. but then when you hear to quote uh, Michael Williams in the Larry Boy episode, it's like if you were listening to Christian radios for year for radio for years, and then you heard Shackles by Mary Mary, and you go, "It could have been this." Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, mm. and I also Kayla- really visually, I mean, it's very cool to see so many characters happening. You know, having unique movement and sort of doing their thing, yeah. and the lighting is really interesting inside the whale, and you know, it's it's really neat to look at. But that's like mm-hmm. right. Uh, well, now we we get to my big weird issue with the movie, and I don't, you know, I don't mean to sound like the Bible guy on i don't mean to be the um actually bible guy here but he gets jonah goes to nineveh then he runs into the the pirates who don't do anything and apparently they stole uh some twisted cheese curls and now they're gonna be (laughs) hit with the slap of no return 
Which that was very dark. I, I chuckled Zach, at that. You're skipping very over dark. the entire sequence where he was walking through the desert and sweating. You missed that whole part. I don't know why you're missing the most uh, cinematic <laughs> moment of the movie, <laughs> the film, if you will. You're, you know, I think I, I want to steamed uh, his Rocky. Oh my god. I went to get another Diet Coke during that scene, so I think I, I think I missed it. Oh, <laughs> but but to get back to the oh. um, so when in the Bible when Jonah sure. goes to Nineveh, his his sermon is literally forty more days and Nineveh will be overturned. That's it. That's all he says. Like if, if you're reading it, that's the whole message. So like, there's no message of repentance. Who's going to do it? So it's like almost letting the reader know Jonah hasn't learned anything. He still has hate for these people and doesn't want them, you know, to be to be healed or he doesn't want them to be saved. Like he's still not a great dude, but God's love is so amazing that even something as, you know, not thoughtful and bad as that can be used to get like a whole bunch of nation to stop a whole nation to stop being murderers and killers and and stuff like that. So to me, it's more the story of like, hey, no, we don't need your like crazy uncle on Facebook writing ad nauseum these articles about like why no one wants to come to church. It's like no one no one needs, you know, yeah, like it's neither here nor there. But the movie, they make it so that Jonah tells them like, stop doing bad things because God right. is going to destroy your city. So then later when Jonah's upset about it, when it's like, well, you, t- you told them like in the story it makes a little more sense. It's like, yeah, Jonah tried to, you know, depending on how you read it, you could say he tried to sabotage his own message and it still didn't work. So it's like, he just keeps losing and losing and losing in the Bible story. And here it's like, Oh yeah, you got what you wanted. It's a little messy. And this could have been a long tangent about about nothing but i wanted to get that out there on the record so boom do you feel like it didn't like train are you saying that you felt like it didn't translate the same way yeah because again when i was a kid i remember i was like well he told them to stop i don't get why he's so upset and then as an adult i'm like oh i was just missing a part of the story he still like didn't change his mind and he still was going there with the intent of like not doing what you know god called gotcha. him to do gotcha because yeah, I, f- I feel like that's part of the point because i feel like in mm. in the movie he didn't go there sure. to yeah. like he was still running by going there and then even when he did give them the message he was supposed to he only did it because he was about to get slapped to death sure. so okay. through his, yeah, yeah, yeah you know his friends quote unquote under the bus um, and he still, I think it like just translates in a different way. Like it's kind of the same message. I do get what you're saying though. Like it did, it sure. is different, but I think in a way, like he still only did it not to like sabotage, but he still only did it for himself. He never did for it selfish for reasons. the sake of actually like, you know, sharing this message with them. Cause then That's he goes point. and sits yeah. on the hill basically to like glory and them getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. And he throws it like a temper tantrum. Yeah, well, he's yeah. like rolling on the ground. <laughs> yeah, Which screaming. I loved because in the Bible, Jonah asks for God to kill him multiple times because he's not gotten mm-hmm. his way. So I was like, "Dang, Veggie Tales!" Like, yeah, I feel like as a kid too. Like that is super. That really stuck with me. Of like, oh no, like he he very much is is so much of a vengeful person. 
that it didn't matter. Like, like his whole message to them was not even received by himself because he was so overwhelmed by his hate. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And just like, that's what you get. That's what happens. You are the one who is destroyed ultimately if you're not the one allowing that to, to be processed. Right. Yeah. And I, and I will say, I like how that the story ends because as a kid, I don't know about, about either of you, or, but in Sunday school, it was always taught like, and Jonah went to Nineveh and told the people to stop sinning and they, and they stopped sinning and everybody was happy. The end. So right. I like that. I like that this goes into like, and Jonah was really upset and he cried about it and he whined about it. And like, I like that the book of Jonah ends with God saying like, you know, like essentially, am I not allowed to be like compassionate towards like my creation? And I liked it in the same way. This kind of ends on on a similar note where it's like asking something of the audience uh, more so than yeah Mm. yeah i feel like that theme like really lingered with me after seeing the movie i think this is the only way i would have heard of it but you know still learning about jonah after seeing it you know thinking like wait wasn't there more to the ending i don't know why you're laughing at me right now i'm not laughing at you i'm just thinking about something else oh (laughs) i'm just thinking i love though that the pirates who don't do anything heard this story about this girl who was like showing off her ticket and this guy who like accidentally got them into a car accident is like you know what this reminds me of a story (laughs) where there was like a flood and a big fish and we were almost murdered this is exactly the same story (laughs) (laughs) this intentional genocide really really is uh bringing to mind so many things yeah like comparing oh he was she was teasing him about being able to go backstage and that turned into this yeah i thought it was interesting when i was watching it this time that at the beginning of the story they kept talking about how this was a story of like compassion and then at the end of the story instead of talking about compassion they talked about mercy and i was like those are two very different things compassion and mercy so it was very weird to me mm-hmm. that watching yeah. it now that they compared those two things in the climax, which again makes no actual comparison to the story that was going on that made them bring this up. Right. Yeah. Compassion and mercy. Oh, that but that last song though. Twippo shows up at the seafood restaurant and uh they all all is saved, they all get to go backstage and uh he does Dad's a number for them. is a huge musical theater fan. He makes it excruciatingly clear that he wants to see a musical number. Really? Did you guys yeah. watch through the credits? No. No. Is there an end credits scene? I, well, I totally forgot about this, and they included it as like a bonus track on the CD, as like a secret hidden. Mm. Um, the pirates come back in, and they start singing, this is the song that plays under the, the credits. credits. These oh, yes. are the credits, then this is that, that song. And like they start singing about like how, oh, there should be a song under the credits that pertains to the events of the movie. This isn't it, but we're singing it because this is the time that we would do that song. Um, and then Mr. Lunt's like, I'll be on the porch. And you're like, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what it was. They, they were, you know, yelling at each other like, uh, Larry's like, oh, I gotta go. And he's like, they paid for 79 minutes of prime entertainment. You get back in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is lovely. It broke me. Yeah. I love like how I said, they've this utilized. This movie was very formative. 
Yeah, I love how they utilized. They got so creative with whatever extra things they could put either onto the movie or on the DVD, Um, which I think just shows, yeah, they're like their wit and passion for it, that they enjoyed this process. Yeah, that they were very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sad. Well, I know that they didn't do more movies after this because I, I know like it did okay. Like yeah. at you know, like the like just looking at the box office, like it did fine. It did and critically, it did okay. But like I just think like compared to the content that they were turning out, I think if the ultimatum was, well, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna do more Veggie Tales episodes that people are eating up and loving that we really have like in a good rhythm, or are we gonna keep trying to make these very expensive movies and and see what happens. I mean, ultimately, I think if they had kept going with movies, they naturally they would have gotten better. But I think they made the smart move, you know, sticking to what was working. And I almost thought of some of the episodes following that felt like movies like. Yeah. Yeah. Ballad of Little Joe felt like a movie to me. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so uh, interesting point about that. This movie actually bankrupted big idea oh wow and they almost were completely shut down if not for several different things um but but it started with rumor weed they they made it more cinematic and they were like oh okay and then they just got so so like excited about this idea that we could do a movie that jonah just was trying to be pushed out and because they weren't seeing quite as much of the boom and the movie was taking so long and the because they were trying to take on so many people to do it and all like there was a whole ton of things i actually just have been reading um phil vischer's memoir Mm. me myself and bob which is excellent if anybody has the time to read it because it's like he just talks about how like he really messed up um through all this but they were even planning this movie called the bob and larry movie which was supposed to be like the magnum opus of big idea like phil even talks about how like oh it was better than jonah like everything Mm. in it was like amazing and unique and different and unlike anything we had done before but they couldn't do it because the studio basically was shuttered um uh, for a while uh you know and then you know they they sold off the company and a whole bunch of other stuff happened and um but it really you can see just sort of how right i think i think what you mentioned hannah you know just getting it's getting more interesting and more intricate and we're starting to see more that they're able to do technically but like unfortunately it just got too big too fast um after the boom of like 97 98 they were seeing like I think it was like 500 times increases per year in revenue from the video sales and the marketing. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's wild. And I think that really has a lot to say about ministry and how much is it a business and, you know, how much of it is, well, you do need money is ultimately not what it's all about, but it is an indicator of how is your thing reaching people, you know? That's right. a good face. Thank you for making that that cons- that interested face. <laughs> right. Well, Peter, I think that that's a beautiful segue into us using our manners. So, um, what am I eating right now? Just like when they offered you more Sour Patch Kids at at youth group, when I offer you more Jonah, and I know that Kayla, you got to get going in a second. Um, when I offer you more of Jonah, a Veggie Tales movie, you will give me a yes, please, or a no, thank you. So, uh, Kayla. Here, here they come. Would you like some more? Um, 
I'm gonna give it, um, I'm gonna say no thank you, um, just because this isn't the format of content that I really like now. As a kid, it would have been like, give me every single VeggieTales, you know, series, episode, anything that you can give me. Um, but I think for Jonah, the story doesn't translate as well as it should um, in this specific. I think there's other Veggie Tales that I look back on and like so much more than Jonah or were more formative for Jonah. And maybe Jonah was just a little too early for me personally. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to give it give it no. Ooh, well, Hannah, there might be some extra Sour Patch Kids because Kayla doesn't want any. Would you like some? Um, I think I will. I think I'll say a yes, please. I think I I am excited. I've got four little kiddos, two nieces, two nephews. Not my own. Sorry, I should clarify. <laughs> I do not have children. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> this is four. how she drops the news. <laughs> this is the surprise of my life. So Zach, um, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and. It's In front exciting. Of all our friends and family here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen Zach show like media that he watched as a kid to his own nieces, and that makes me excited about showing mm-hmm. things that I was excited about to my own nieces and nephews, and you know, and now being open in conversation with them about some of the things that you know don't that aren't, that aren't great, you know, or wrong mm-hmm. that are wrong, like just flat out wrong. You know, and so I think that, I, yeah, I it's it, I I don't know how often I'll watch this movie ever again, but I'd like to think that I'd watch it with you know my family a few more times in my life. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Peter, here here comes the Sour Patch Kids. First they're sour, then they're sweet, then they're gone. Would you like some? Yes, please. I say, give me give me them Sour Patch Kids. Let me just shove them right in my mouth. <laughs> All at once, so I get every flavor. Let me just let me just feel the little sprinklies. Um, so I, you know, as I mentioned, this is this is a huge, uh, you know, cornerstone. I think of a lot of uh, my interaction with media as a kid, Veggie Tales in general, but also this movie. Um, I think it was one of the first times that I sort of realized there were things that were, you know, things ideas could be taken and made bigger through um, different mediums. Um, and so, you know, the VeggieTales formula and style of humor and animation, like, this could be taken and extended in such a way. And even if it wasn't the most successful version, um, I absolutely would have lost my mind over the Bob and Larry movie or whatever else they would have had mm-hmm. down the pipeline. Um, and so I think that ultimately, had they kept going, I I think, uh, you know, I think Kayla made me think of things that I didn't want to think about um, being just like they it probably would have gotten too big or it would have gotten it just wouldn't have been quite the same because if they hadn't, for whatever reason, returned to that 30 minute format, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been quite as enjoyable. And so I'm grateful that they went back ultimately, no matter what, you know, they would put out a couple specials here and there over the years, but that were longer than the 30 minutes. But I think for Jonah, for what it was, I think, yes, please. Mm. 
And even though I love Sour Patch Kids in real life, I think I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to unfortunately say no because I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, well, what could have made the Jonah movie better? And it was mainly in my mind like, well, cut this, cut this, cut that. And it boiled down to being like a 30 to 40 minute episode of VeggieTales. Yeah. And again, like my hat is off to them for trying. And I am tempted to say like, if they made another VeggieTales movie tomorrow, I'd be there. But you know what? I wasn't there when they made the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything movie. You know, like yeah, if I'm just the other being, thing is I, I can't speak to that one because I never saw that one. Yeah, right. so like if I'm being dead honest with myself, like I think that they did try again with that, and I, I quite frankly did say no, thank you. Then and again, like I, I really love Veggie Tales. I have a lot of love for it. I have a lot of love for the Jonas story. I think this is probably the best kid version of of that story that they've done. And again, my, my hat is off to them uh, for the effort. You can tell that you know they just really worked. So so hard on this and you know there's a lot of passion in it I'm not knocking that I'm not knocking the creativity but I, I think that ultimately they found a format that worked for them and I don't want to put creators in a box like you could try whatever you want but that being said I think we did get some good things out of them making the movie some of the best VeggieTales episodes followed after that so yeah I'm gonna say no thank you because you know I want the Sour Patch Watermelons the, the, the analogy does it work things. no yeah, but yeah. They're, they're amazing for me that was a good analogy All right, so I am going to. This is our game. Games are. As we know, the iconic Billy Joel. I almost say Billy Joel. Billy Joel Joel McGruffy. Had just so much happen in his childhood. He was a very clumsy kid. Yeah. A a lot has happened in our childhoods as well. So. I don't know why I imagine Jason Menzukas playing Billy Joe McGuffey in the, in the movie a version I of himself. <laughs> Guys, I cannot tell you how much has happened to me, and it's literally the second day of second grade. Okay? <laughs> this is actually insane. <laughs> I love that. I'm in. One at a time, we will try to guess what happened to which of our co-hosts as a child. I will share with you a prompt and you have to guess which of your co-hosts this happened to. So your options are everyone but yourself. All right. Okay. And you get one guess and one guess only. Guess the trauma. <laughs> guess the trauma. Who's going first? Peter. Okay. You're up first. Okay. Did this happen to Kayla, myself, or Zach? On the first day of 12th grade, this person took the school bus for the very first time and got on the wrong bus that went to a completely different school and ended up two hours late to their first day of senior year. I was very lucky. Okay, so I know that Kayla was homeschooled, so it can't be Kayla. Or at least I'm pretty sure she was. No, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Hannah, I think that sounds like a you thing. That sounds, I feel like... <laughs> Like just a poor <laughs> Hannah. Like she's just so ready. She's so ready. Like this is her, this is her year. And then, where am I? <laughs> it, it was me. <laughs> Beautiful. It like, was like the absolute sincerest attempt to just get it right off the bat, and then just wrong. Mm. Yeah, had to find someone I'm at so this sorry. high school to bring me to my school because my parents couldn't do it. So. And I didn't have a car. I didn't have a they car. I used to. 
I would have just played it cool. I would have been going to all the other classes. Yeah, what I up? cried so much. <laughs> I I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I <laughs> me too. I, um, yes, that was me, and I did make it. I'm not sure if this is the fourth day of fourth grade, but this person got marker on their face while coloring, and when the teacher sent them to go down the hall to wash it off, and they came back, it was still there, and they tried a couple times. So finally, they went to the bathroom to look in the mirror, wash off the marker. And when they came back, the whole class had covered their faces with colorful dot stickers. And this person was so embarrassed. But because they were a good sport, the teacher let them pick a prize. And they still have this prize to this day. This sounds like Kayla. This sounds like Kayla to me. I was about to say Peter doesn't seem like a a big collector of of things but i'm looking at his at his bedroom right now so (laughs) (laughs) um but the good here's the thing it's little things like the term good sport sounds like peter so i don't know if that's you rewriting what was sent to you but good sport sounds like mr kohanic and so while i think it's kayla i'm gonna go with my instinct and i'm gonna say that that was peter I've had these same plastic Groucho glasses that I spied in the prize jar from day one of school, knowing that this is connected to comedy somehow, (laughs) and I never won anything. And that was the day I finally could get my own pair. And Mm. uh, that's true. To this day, I I still am scarred and uh, remembered of that one traumatic day in fourth grade. That's correct. Mm. All right, Peter, are you ready for the next one? No. Yeah, go ahead. When this person was attending a fall festival at school with live animals, a chicken decided they were going to climb on top of this person and peck at their face. But because there was no ice packs available, this person's face had to be aided with cold soda cans. So which of your co-hosts do you think this is? Myself, Zach, or Kayla? Kayla. You think Kayla too? Yeah. Well, I know who it is. Well, if Zach (laughs) thinks it's Kayla... No, no, no. <laughs> it is Kayla, and I don't know what to say as follow-up. She's not here. Hey, Kayla! That's like my nightmare, getting Kayla, pecked. that's so funny. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> Peter, I've got another one for you. All right. Okay, finally. So, this person was cast as one of the lead characters in a middle school production of Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, but they had no understudy. And so when they were running a 104 degree fever, they had to go perform in this show. It's Zach. I think I've told Peter that story. (laughs) No, you haven't actually. I just assume because you very much like me. um, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I feel like it was always expected of like of like dudes in musical theater or in theater as a kid like you're already a rare like rarity in these spaces like we only have three boys in the in the theater class please don't go um, so if you're on death's door you better believe you're going up there yeah because um you know kathleen in a, in a short peter panwig is not going to cut it this time i was snoopy in you're a good man charlie brown and yeah i was very very sick on on show day and there was no understudy so i didn't even go to school i didn't even go to school that day like the principal was very upset that i was coming to do the thing and our director was like well i mean it's it's got to get done and she was like i will put on the costume and do it myself if you can't show up 
which is like one of my great tragedies in life. Cause I would have loved, I would have died to have seen like this grown woman in the production with all these children, not even playing the lead, like playing Snoopy who like just sings a couple songs and hangs out in that show. But, uh, yeah, I didn't do any other theater in middle school after that because it was such a, I was so nervous about like, Oh, do I just get sick on show day? Oh no. And I was like, Oh, comedy. I'll, mm. I'll go do stand up or, or improv with other people. All right, Zach. Yes. Are you ready yes. for this next one? I am. All right, Zachary. Yes. So, right. When this person was in the second grade, their mom was going away for a weekend. And this person was so sad that they had a breakdown and cried for an hour during school. But they were able to carry one of the class teddy bears to gym class. So, Anna, there you go. That was you. There's no way that that was anyone else. No way? Like Peter said, that is the most you, you thing that could happen. I hope you're hungry. For nothing. For nothing. <laughs> Who was it? Here's a smoking gun. Yeah. It was Peter. Yes! You were wrong. <laughs> you said You said yes, you were wrong. I know. I had a minute. I was like, I hope it's Peter. Cause I didn't think he would, it was more. I didn't think he would give me two Peters, but that was a good misdirect. Oh. Peter the tears were a good misdirect. <laughs> you got to, well, not like Hannah would like, has often told me about how she had like such separation oh anxiety goodness. from her parents. So mm-hmm. I was like that, that just sounds like you sure. on like, it does the sound like me. Yeah. It yeah. does. You could tell me that that happened yesterday. And I would be like, yeah, Oh, I don't know. I she was my mom was just going to I don't even remember what was happening like other than like I think she was just going to my grandparents on the other side of the state. Like she was only going to be gone for like literally 2 days. And I think there was another time that this happened too when I was a little bit older. And I don't I don't know what it is. I just lost it and I remember just breaking down and just sobbing and was near inconsolable and yeah, it was it was rough. So around the age of six or seven, Peter, this person face planted into their neighbor's kitchen and needed to see a dentist immediately because they hit their two front teeth and blood was everywhere. They had to drive to their dentist in a snowstorm over a mountain, but upon arrival, they had to call their dentist away from a Christmas party to perform emergency tooth surgery. So I know Kayla grew up in like rural Virginia. So the mountain thing is very possible. I'm going to say Zach. Was Kayla. Was Kayla. <sighs> There's not a lot of mountains in Bay Ridge or knowing your neighbors. I I would like to thank the Academy for <laughs> being betrayed. <laughs> is that is that is that what we're doing now? Is, it, is that this that segment? Is yep, that, am yep. I right? Thank the Academy. Yeah. What a, this episode brought to you by Thank the, thank the Academy. <laughs> All right. Like the Academy literally brought to you by their own equipment. <laughs> I'm telling you, these uh, Sour Patch Kids came, came from Thank the Academy. Who got pneumonia in second and third grade and missed both Moore's Day and Mouse on the Motorcycle Day? Oh, that was you. Because we just talked about this the other day. And I Sorry. and I told you about the plot of Mouse <laughs> on the Motorcycle. And then we I watched it. I would have asked Kayla if she was here, but... Great bit. Yeah. So I got pneumonia... Bit. At the same time, two years in a row. And we were going to do like a camping, an indoor camping week. We like, they were going to decorate the whole classroom like a campground. We're going to make s'mores and like take a nap time in the tents. And I got pneumonia. 
Why do you all, all your schools sound like so much fun? Going to school in like Brooklyn, it was like, and now we're going to have like the intruder drill. Everyone get under your desk. Like Peter, who on the first day of kindergarten went to the third grade classroom because another student was annoying them. I'm assuming this was Zach. Would you like to share with the class? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it was. My first, <laughs> my first day of kindergarten, we had to like line up outside of the school and there was this boy who was like crying and didn't want to leave his mom. And, and I was like so just irritated yeah, by his it. crying that I was I like saw a kid from church in the third grade classroom. So I just went over to him and started talking to him. And like I've always been pretty tall. So I kind of passed for like a third grader. And I like just went with him to third grade, sat down and the teacher said, welcome to third grade. And I remember like in my head just thinking like. I'll just play it cool. Like, I'll just, I'll, I can just, I, I can adapt. I'll start in the third grade. No one will know that I'm not supposed to be here. And like, I'll just, I'll play it cool. I'll play it cool. And then like, I opened my notebook and my mom had written like Zachary Smith kindergarten. And then one of the other kids ratted me out and they're like, oh, dumb teacher. He's supposed to be in kindergarten. I was like, shut up, man. Like, I'm going <laughs> to. Dude. Yeah, dude, come on, Stop. man. And then like, they came and got me. And they, they brought me, and they brought me back to the class and who's there still crying same kid and I was like you've got to be you have got to be kidding me I've that never been like <laughs> I've been a real Jonah all my life no compassion for others <laughs> way to tie it in yeah yeah well it seems like we've all had such great vast unique experiences at our schools it really does kind of like Billy Joe McGruffy. In conclusion, folks, uh, Jonah is free on Peacock. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Kayla, uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Well, I would love to plug the episode that you guys are on that is going to be dropping um, on our podcast and I think should be already out by the time this episode comes out. Um, yep. So Mitch and Zach returned on a Halloween Town 2 episode. Um, last year, we're on our first Halloween Town episode and came back for the sequel. So definitely go check that out. Just search Secondhand Film Critics and it'll come up. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Um, and uh, Peter. I'll listen to that. Yeah. Peter, do you have anything you would like to plug? Yeah, I would love to plug my Twitter, which is at Peter Kohanek. Um, that's P-E-T-E-R-K-O-C-H-A-N-E-K. Um, or my Instagram at the real Peter Kohanek. Um, I will also be appearing on, um, I'm assuming some random, uh, Marvel related secondhand film critics, uh, episode, I'm sure in the next five years. So be on the lookout for that. Um, also, check out the Bible Man episode of this podcast, if you haven't already, uh, for my takes on the uh, classic uh, pro intellectual property of Bible Man. And um, let me think what else. I just want to plug uh, giving, a, giving a concerned hug. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't mean to burp there as a bit. I promise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to give the idea of just like affection to your friends in ways mm. that they can receive it. Yeah. Even if it's not physical to touch, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted to make Hannah cry one more time <laughs> before the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, Hannah, well, mission complete. <laughs> Hannah, do you have anything you would like to, to plug or would you like to tell the people about our new Instagram? I was, yeah. 
I that's what I wanted to plug. Um, hey you, yeah, you. Thank you for being here today. I want you to do John. something, <laughs> John. Yeah, <laughs> go to Instagram. Type in at God Fellas the Pod. No spaces. No capital letters. God Fellas the Pod. Just pod. You'll find our new Instagram page. So I go to www.instagram.com slash user slash godfellas <laughs> the pod. The pod. That's right. And you'll find us. Great. And we, we <laughs> post regularly about episodes. We give you links. Clips. Clips. Pictures. Fun anecdotes. Pictures. You can hear Mitch Dupree talking about his disdain for Dunkin' Donuts on there. Maybe we'll be able to. <laughs> We've lost Peter now and the entire and, New England. And New England, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, folks, next week we are talking about the movie Mary Magdalene starring Rooney Wait, Mara. What? Is that Taylor Swift in the background? Is it? Is that... Do I smell apple cider? In this room? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's sure. not just Mary Magdalene, Zach. Who is it? It's Christian Girl Autumn. What? <laughs> Next week is the first episode of our month-long series, Christian Girl Autumn. Featuring me and Michael Williams. <laughs> On the first... There will be women, I promise. <laughs> There will be women. Yeah, and, and we're talking about the 2018 uh, film Mary Magdalene, starring Rooney Mara as the titular uh, Mary Magdalene and Joaquin Phoenix as Jesus. Uh, it's on Netflix, y'all. Uh, go ahead and give it a watch if you want to know what we're talking about uh, next week. It's a film. We've we've already recorded the episode, so I know it's good. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we have. Uh, we'll be talking about a lot of things. Uh, the Crucible. Only God can. Only God can. And, and one other disclosed we'll, surprise project. We'll see what happens. But until then, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Miss Hannah. And I'm yeah. Miss Kayla. And I'm Mr. Peter. You'll be back for our Christmas special, so you'll. Oh, will I be? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you recommended the episode Which for this one is year. It?